Good morning, Raboisai. Lili Nishmasimi Mirosi Rusmas Mordechai. Today's shear is sponsored again by Fischl for Four Shlema, for Braina Basienta Devaira, the matriarch of our family. Only one sponsor today. So, today they changed the clocks in Eretz Yisrael, so keep note that the shear, if you want to watch it live in New York, let's say, it's at 12.15 instead of 1.15 in the morning. And in Chicago, it's 11.15, etc. After today's shear, which is on that hey, we're going to pause, take a break for a couple of minutes, short minutes, and then start up again on Daf Ches. Tomorrow, I have no idea how, but with a big nace, we'll try to do Daf Vav and Daf Zayn. But what's very, very interesting, as we saw this tremendous Ashgacha Pratis of finishing Mesechtis Pesachim the week of, only three days before the Tainus Pchirus and Erev Pesach, Daf Ches is all about Lila Seder. I was a little annoyed. Like, wait, we, it's, in Eretz Yisrael, it's a day after the Seder. But being that I have to give the shir before Pesach, so we could be Yaitza. It does work. So those who will hear the shir today, they'll have a little bit more insight on the Dalek Kaisis. It's a whole Ahmed. The whole entire Ahmed base is all about Lel HaSeder. In addition, Davav talks about tomorrow, which not really tomorrow, Shabbos, the carbon Pesach. It's very interesting. A couple of emails. This is Binyamin Kessler with his son Yaakov. Now, if you recall, I have a picture, if I could find it. Hmm, I had it here somewhere. Basically, Binyamin, back in the day, took around Yol Bergman in an ambulance in Kew Gardens. I don't know, I had it here. Okay, we'll have to find it a different time. What I'm trying to say is, get the picture, you see who the person is, you get to know who he is. This is Binyamin. Binyamin is learning with his son, the Dafi Yaimi. If you look closely, you'll even see some merch on his computer right over here. A mask or something. Found out who the guy that sent me these magnifying glasses was David Address, Ishkayach, but he writes to me a different email, which came in two days ago. He says, Belia and Hara, I got two more recruits. So I just want to say, it's Shamay Varetz. Give me any gift in the world. Give me a, a golden bowl. So one recruit is worth more than that golden bowl. So this matana, two recruits, is far, far better than your second matana. But Yishkoyach for both of them. Ephraim Levi writes here, Mazel Tov on your latest Siyam on Masechus Pesachim and for all your Torah and your personal success. I started occasionally listening to Yishir online sometime in 2020. I think it started with the Yimotzi Shabbos Dapa Torah anytime when traveling home after being away for Shabbos. In 5781, 2021, you became a more consistent part of my Dafiyomi review after making a laning by myself with the Rosh Hashiva Reb Art Scroll. I'm writing now because I particularly like your insight into Taisvis, Lamantiskar, Psachim, Daf, Kuf Yud Zayinom, and Beis, 
connecting Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, the 39 Melachas and Shabbos. I'm saving the Machshava for Seder night to share with family, and I've already shared it repeatedly in person and used it as part of my weekly short Vart 2 to 5 minute YouTube videos on the Parsha Devarman 2, D V A R M A N 2 channel, linked below with attribution. So, first of all, taking short Devar Torah, anything to increase Torah in the world, start out small. You grow bigger and bigger, Be'ez Hashem. May you go, he gives me a bracha. May you go, Mechayel Al-Choyel. So do you. Thank you. And Chakosha V'Sameach, Ephraim Levi. Way to go, Yishukayach. So he's referring to that Taisus. I'll, I'll say it real quickly because someone else wrote a question on it. So Taisus real quickly says that the reason why we mention Mitzrayim in Kiddush on Shabbos is because in Mitzrayim they did Avodas Parach. They worked us. Parach and Parach in Ad Bash is Vagal. Above Gimelamid, which equals 39, they worked us 39 Malachas. They made us 10 Malachas. And that's why Baruch Hu said, Take a break. I'm giving you Shabbos. That was the first mitzvah. As soon as they came out of Mitzrayim. So somebody asked a question, but isn't the 39 Malachas, and they wrote it in just recently, isn't the 39 Malachas has to do with the Mishkan? I don't think it's a contradiction. I think the Mishkan is. Is a map. We don't know exactly. But at any rate, so the question is we know that the third Melachas are connected to the Mishkan, the Melachas of the Mishkan. Whatever they did in the Mishkan, that's also in Shabbos. But it could be that the Mishkan is just, we don't know what they did in Mitzrayim. We have no idea what the third Melachas are. So you look at the Mishkan and you see these are the third Melachas that they did, it corresponds to what they did in Mitzrayim. Could be one is connected to the other. It's not a, it's not a stira. Okay, also, I just want to point out real quickly that I said once, and this kind of went viral, you know, it's the, the, the stuff that you don't really want to go viral went viral, but I was saying that the Gemara talks about giving uh, uh, walnut and eggoys, kloys, vegoism to your children to, to keep them awake at the Seder. And I said, where did we go wrong? You know, you have to get your kid an electric skateboard. Uh, an electric bike. So the nobody should be choshed me. They stam say things. I want to show you. Here's the. I have it here with me. This is a Mipo electric skateboard. It only goes 28 miles an hour. All right. So. The mistake is, I got it before Pesach, but whatever, we'll still entice him. But he's a great kid. What is that? <laughs> That's today's day and age egos. Now, I was kidding when I said it, but it suddenly ended up in my house. Um, yeah, That's because he never misses Shachris, even on vacation. He's a great kid. And... Uh, my wife decided he deserves a gift for that, not for Pesach. So, Yishkoyach to Allah's Menachem, he's a great kid. So, here we are on the bottom of Davdalad Amud Beis. By the way, because we're starting early, that means, once again, we're going to have a problem with the lights. They might go off towards the end of the year. 
Let me just see. Are we on here? Shmuel Bernhout made a shidduch. That's what you're telling me? Yeah. Shmuley Bernhout. Mazdov Shmuley, I don't see him. Where is he? Is he on? All right. Ellie, is it better? The connection? Okay. Givaldic. Let's start learning Torah. We only have two daf to do. Says Gemara, Rebchia Omar, Rebbeirmeya Bai. Here says, Rebbeirmeya asked the question. So we're talking yesterday about if brothers are partners. So sometimes if they're partners, they don't have to bring Meiser Behema. Every tenth animal, you take all the animals, you put them in a in a fenced area, and you let them out one by one. The tenth one becomes Meiser, and you give it to the Kayan. So the 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 miser, if sometimes you have to give miser, then you don't give a kalbay. You don't add that small coin to your machsa shekel, and sometimes the reverse. If you give the kalbay, then you don't give miser. So says the Gemara, Velamales nan amrin pa'amim sheim chayavim bezeu pa'amim sheim p'tur mezeu mizeu. I have another. I have two cases that you could say. Sometimes they're completely potter from Meiser Behema and the Kalabah, and sometimes you're completely Chayev. So we a total of four, four cases. Sometimes you're Chayev and a Kalabah potter from Meiser, sometimes you're Chayev and Meiser potter from Kalabah, sometimes you're Chayev and both, sometimes you're potter and both. Why don't you say two more cases? What are the cases? Hey Chavido, now you skip three lines, courtesy of the Gra, even if not. Cholku anes chosim v'loi cholku ha if they divide all the belongings and then they came back as partners, but they didn't split up any of the animals. So what happens to the animals? They're not partners in the animals. The only time you put it from mice or behemoth is if you're a partner, but they didn't split up the animals. It's still in Tfusas Abayis. It's still the way the father gave it to them. So there's still chayvim meiser behemos. You chayvim meiser behemos. And if they divided up all the nechasim and they became partners again in everything else besides the animals, so they're chayiv in the kalbay. So that's a case that you're chayiv in both. A little bit of cheating because they didn't split it up. They didn't split everything up. They split up some of the stuff. I have another idea. What if they divided up all the animals? And then they became partners again. So now, if they become partners in the animals, they don't have to give meiser in them. But they didn't divide up all the belongings, only the animals. So in all the belongings, it's to sabayis. So we, we, we view it as if the father is paying for them. Like we said yesterday. The machsa the shekel is coming from somebody else. And when somebody else pays for me, and I don't have to pay him back. It's matana. I don't add a kalbay. Omar Okay, just as a side note, he says, what happens if the father was a rancher and he owns two and a half million animals and he has a tiny little home? So most of his belongings are in the animal. So you have to view all the nechassim as animals. They take precedence. So we don't care about, oh, he has a, a, a few stocks and a few a little cash. 
That's nothing. Because most of his possessions are animals. He's a rancher. So Mela, I view it as animals. Not, it wasn't right. And then we base it on whatever. If there's a partnership in the animals, the potter from mice. Not, not. Rabbi Omar, Rabbi asked the question. Just because, what's the connection, what's the correlation between Meiser Behema and the cowboy? Just because they are considered one when it comes to Meiser Behema, a poetry and a cowboy, what's the connection? So we're talking about when they give one full Sela. There's no change here. But the point is that it's coming from Tfusas Abayis. It's coming from the father. The father is dead. But the father is paying. It's coming out of his account. They're using his credit card. They're swiping his card to pay for the Machsas Shekel. And if you use somebody else's money, using a beheter, it's theirs. At the end of the day, it's going to be theirs. But right now, they didn't divide it yet. So who's paying for the father? So in Meila, they're not going to pay back the father. He's giving them a gift. If somebody gifts you a Machsas Shekel, you don't add the small amount of a cowboy. Says the Gemara, if so, meato afilu cholku v'chazavin shtatvu. So, what happens if they went and they divvied every, everything up, and they when they became partners again? Ptur menakalbin. You have to skip those words in between. They should be potter from the kalbin. It's as if nothing changed. They are partners, just like tusabais. Tusabais, everything is in one big pile. So now they became it's one big pile again. Then the day, they shouldn't have to pay the cowboy. But it says that they are chayav in a cowboy. It says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? You agree to me that if two brother-in-laws, they have a, a wealthy shver, okay? They inherited the shver. But how do they inherit the shver? Through their wives. The wives are nifter. Now they have all this money. And then they get back together again. They're, they're partners. Everybody, everybody understands that they're two strangers that came together again. So two says the Gemara, the same exact thing. So two brothers who divide up everything equally. And then they come back together as partners. They're two strangers that came back as partners. Just, just because one once upon a time was in one pile... It doesn't mean that because today they put it back in one pile as one pile, there was a time and place where it was two separate piles. Later on, they became partners. What's the difference between two brother-in-laws and two brothers? So obviously, they're a chayiv in a kalman. Next, sugya. Le'echon, or le'echon, interesting lotion with an aleph. Le'echon, hoyu akobodis noiflam. I'm just thinking to myself, seriously, I didn't think of it. If you ever heard of Yerushalmi say Kaddish, let's say, or Deidavin, they say, we say, they'll say, they have like an aleph almost. And it, I'm seeing it here. Instead of saying, they say, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. If you ever dive in a Yushalmi Shtibel, you know what I'm talking about. They have this like, they don't pronounce a hey so well. Now what happens to these tiny coins? Think about it. Millions of Jews bring a tiny coin. It adds up to a ton of money. What do they do with this money? 
Now, if you recall from yesterday, what does Rameir hold? Rameir holds that a kalboin is a deraisa. Just like a machsa shekel is deraisa, that small amount is also deraisa. So what do you mean, what do you do with it? Whatever you do with the machsa shekel, that's what you do with the kalboin. It's, it's one pasuk. It goes to buy animals. It goes to Ketzah Mizbeach, the, 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 the dessert, so to speak, when the Mizbeach is, has a, a slow time, you throw on some karbanas that you buy with these kalbanas coins. This is a gold sheet that they used to have, a little layer of gold that they had on, on the floor and the different places. You have to give it to the money changers. They need to make a parnasa. According to the Tiklun Chatin, the money changers have to travel, right? They were in the Medina, then they have to go to Bishamikdash. They're traveling. For this cause, you have to pay the travel expenses. And with that, we finish the very first parak of Shkalim, the very first parak of Yerushalmi that we learned. Hadron Allah, parak, Bechad Badr, imagine. If it was somebody said it was Ramesha Feinstein that instituted that we're doing 22 daf instead of 13 or 10. But imagine if it was 10 daf. So we would finish the first parak after two days. Okay. Says the Mishnah, the official Yerushalmi Mishnah, sponsored by official from official catering, the official Mishnah. Halacha Aleph. Mishnah. Mitzarfin Shkolim Ladarkoinais. You have Bechemesh. Couple hundred thousand Jews have to bring Maxis Hashekel. And they bring a lot of shkol, a lot of half a shekel. So, what do you do with them? It's a lot of weight. What are the guys going to carry a sack of 200,000 Maxis Hashekel? I mean, it's a crazy amount of weight. Says the Mishnah, you could exchange it for gold. So, it'll be at least maybe a quarter of the weight. Because it's heavy. There were boxes called shoifres, pushkas. You throw the money in there. They had this also in the rest of Eretz Yisrael, but not in Yerushalayim. If you lived in Yerushalayim, go to the Beis HaMikdash, deposit it over there. But if you live in Bet Shemesh, there was a shoifer over there as well. You could just put your money in the, in the, in the shoifer and somebody would bring it to the Beis HaMikdash for you. What happens if you donated the money, but it didn't get to the base of English yet? And before it got there, on the way, it was stolen, it got lost. In Nitrima if in the base of English they already took from the Shkalim, Nishbarim like Isbarim, we'll see this idea that all of Klai Israel is part of the Machsa Shekel and part of the Karbanis. But it's not necessarily true that they took a little bit of everybody's shekel. There's a lot of shekel, and there's a lot of leftover shekel. Yet, even if you didn't take my shekel, I am part of it. That's a given. Not only that, even if my shekel is still in Bet Shemesh, I'm part of it. So, once they were tyrim, once they took the shekel from the lishka, from the from that room that all the maksa shekel were in, they took a bunch of the thing, we'll see, three boxes full, and they went and bought karbanos. 
So even though my shekel is still stuck in the pushka and the chamesh, I was yoytze. And the shliach that's bringing the money, the, the delivery service, he has to make a shvua to the Beis HaMikdash that he didn't steal it. Bimlav, but if they didn't do the truma yet, they didn't, they didn't take the money. We're still talking about before the beginning of Nisan, let's say. So the delivery guy, he has to make a shvua to the city. To the Bet Shemesh. And then Bet Shemesh has to go and redo and say, Rabbi we're missing a thousand half a shekels. Everybody cough up a little bit more. Sorry, there was a robbery. You have to cough it up. What happens? What if they found the loss? They're both shekel. But you can't use it for next year. It's the shekel and whatever is left over. We'll see what you do with the shiore halishka. Says Shmuley, I see you now. So mazel tov in person. How you doing? Mark Struhl, Shom Aleichem. Baruch Rosen, I don't know what your last name is. Rosen, it's a long one. But Shom Aleichem, Baruch. Vayasu Oison Margolis. Ask the Gemara, I have a much better idea. You see, my son just bought a diamond. This small, uh, close to $10,000, right? This small, it weighs nothing. You can put it in, nobody. So you can take all your machsa shekel, throw it into... I made a chajmi before, based on what the Gemara, maybe I made the wrong chajmi, but I, it came out that it was 14 gallons, that's what the Gemara says, 14 gallons of machsa shekel, doesn't seem like that much. You're talking about one and a half million dollars. So one and a half million dollars would not even fill up this cup of uh, if it was full of uh, diamonds, you know, expensive diamonds, margolias, pearls, or whatever it is. Why can't you just transfer all the value into a very small thing? Why do you have to transfer into gold? Gold seems like it's a heavy, a heavy uh, mineral. Says Gemara Hashem Atazan Amargolis Vinimsa Hegdish Mafsid. We don't know. The, the market sways. You buy it high, and then by the time you get the base of meters, it's going to be low. Gold is not that big of a problem. It's more of a, a solid market. Kahi Tanin Tamon. As we learned, I'm not pulling out the glasses, so maybe this will help. Oh, a little better. Uh, you guys don't see it. Okay, good. You could, you could uh, transfer value from a bchar, from meiser, everything you could transfer into different things. You can make, bring it, make it into whatever you want. Besides the machzah what you can't transfer into some sort of kli. So whatever the reason is with a kli, I can't take, transfer my, uh, the shekel into a kli. So therefore I can't, I can't transfer into margolis, into, into gems. For whatever reason, I can't transfer the value into a vessel. I can't transfer it into a margolis. Says the Gemara, Masniso So now we know why the Vilna Gaon's Talmud is called Tiklin Chadetin. I said yesterday that most of the that's how most of the Sfarim are going based on the Tiklin Chadetin. 
I just found out today that the Dirshu test is only testing on the Tiklan Chadadin and maybe Reb Chaim Kanievsky's Pirush. But it comes from the idea of new Shkalim. There's new and there's old. Tiklan Chadadin, our mission is talking about the new Shekel, Avo Betiklan Atikin, Loi Beda. I don't know if you remember, like, there used to be an old shekel. And one day, the government decided, new shekel, shekel chadash. Everything you had became, like, completely devalued, terrible stuff. But anyway, they didn't do it once, many times. But I, just, I remember one time when I was a kid. In other words, if you're already after sukkahs, and you decided, you forgot, you woke up, that you didn't do the machsah shekel, it doesn't... You, you, you have to bring your Machsa Shekel to the Beis HaMikdash. It's not going to help you to deposit in the Pushka outside of Yerushalayim, in Bet Shemesh, let's say. Betani Kain, and it says Mufurish in the Braisa. Atikim Mikdash, you want to bring the old stuff, what you owe, that's in the Beis HaMikdash only. Ben Atikim Medina, and that doesn't work everywhere else in Israel. Says the Gemara, obviously, Masnisa B'Shem Who's this delivery guy? A nice guy decided to do a favor to, to the guys in Bet Shemesh and bring it from Bet Shemesh to Yerushalayim. He's doing it for free. So that's 101 in third grade when you start Gemara, the whole sugya of Shemachinam, Shemachinam. Shemachinam is potter from Gneva and Aveda. If it's stolen from somebody that watches it for free, he's potter. But Shemachinam is chayiv in Gneva and Aveda. And therefore, our mission is talking about a Shem Rechinam. Oh, if you're talking about 101, so there are cases in a Shem Rechinam that he's completely potter like a Shem Rechinam. If he got held up at gunpoint, then he's a complete Aynas. If it was a situation that his ship sunk, you have something similar, then the Shem Rechinam is potter as well. So this goes according to the Manda Omar that I when I take the money from the Beis Hamikdash, it includes everybody, even those that didn't even give yet. I have everybody in mind. Everybody in Klai Yisrael is part of the carbon. We're going to see a beautiful thing soon. Biram. But if you go according to the Manda Omar that says you cannot separate and take money on which wasn't collected, so, so we're getting used to this shyness. This halacha doesn't apply here. Okay, so our mission goes according to Manda Omar that says we could have in mind people that didn't even donate yet. Everybody, as long as they're going to donate. We'll do it, have them in mind. Right? Because it doesn't make a difference. You have a pile of a million half a shekel and I'm only taking 10,000 of them. How does that include all of Klai So obviously I have to have in mind that this 10,000 includes everybody. Okay, so it includes the guys that live far away and forgot to give, whatever, includes everybody. So there's a problem. We have, there's a concept called You don't make a shvot to the base of Mikdash. So what's going on here? Who are they making a shvur to? It goes according to Rav Shimon. How does the delivery guy make a shvur to the gizbar in the Beis Hamikdash 
The concept is that you don't make a shvua to the Beis HaMikdash. He's not, it's not an individual. It's not a one-on-one. It's not a benal chaveira. It's benal makam. You don't make a shvua. Goes according to Rabbi Shimon. Shimon oimer kachim shuchai b'chayusam kinechasav da'hein. Since he's responsible, it's like his own. And memela, you make a shvua. Omer Rabbi Yochanan, the Rakali, Mishum shvua stakana. No, Erechanami. There shouldn't be a shvua. But over here, there's a special gzera that you shouldn't be mizalzel and hegdish. Don't take it easy. Don't say, ah, it's only hegdish. What's the worst comes to worst? I'll get lost. Vaitigigangi. No. If it gets lost, they're going to make you make a shvua, and that's a terrible thing. I have to be careful. Says the Gemara, I'll die to the Rabbi Yochanan. If we go according to Rabbi Yochanan, that it's a side takana, it's a durabbanan, it's not a chiv there, right? So, I'll die to Rabbi Yochanan, nicha, that fits right in. Nishbaim like gizbarim. Vimlav, nishbaim levneir. Either you make a shvua to the gizbar, if not, you give make a shvua to the to the city, right? Depends whether they were shaykel, whether they were tyrimit or not tyrimit. If they weren't tyrim, you make a shvua to bneir. And the, the, the city has to go and raise more money. And now we're turning to the Afheom and Beis. So all this is great, according to Rabbi Yechonon. Don't be mezalzel, don't treat it lightly. This is serious stuff, this is hegdish. We're going to punish you, we're going to make you make a shvur, even though you don't really have to. Sponsored by Eli Dykeman, for all the MDY team, in their everyday lives, for all the hard abeyes they do. And it also always reminds me that I have a tremendous akaris type to them as well, and everybody should. They do this on their own time, on their own expense, and they do a lot, a lot of good, hard work. Sponsored for Fushlamer, for all Israel, especially from our MDY family. Please consider joining MDY, the healing group, the Hillim dot eightmindaf dot com eightmind dot com Zok the Hillim Yimar Shalom Aleichem Eli Daikman How you doing? Yosef Kessler So you're related to Miyama Kessler? I don't think you're going to be able to mute Just I don't know Thumbs up maybe Related, Nochmo, remind me. Biyamin? Yeah, okay. Related, dad. Okay, got it. Zog So we have three generations. We have Yaakov, Biyamin, and Yosef. Givaldet. Okay, I understand if you want to make a shvur to Bnei'ir. Why? Because it's a Ben al-Machavari thing. I need to swear to the people of the city. Did I steal from them or not? But why are you swearing to a gizbar? You don't in Says the Gemara, you're right. It depends if you garish this or not. We'll be garish it for a second. Why not? It's not that you're swearing to the base of Mikdash. You're right. You're not. You're not swearing to the base of Mikdash. What you're doing is you're swearing to the bnei'ir to another individual. But why are you swearing in front of the Gizbar from the Beis Hamikdash, the representative of the Beis Hamikdash? So they shouldn't be chayshid. The Beis Hamikdash should be chayshid as well. All of a sudden, what ten thousand dollars were missing? Something seems fishy over here. 
I want you to make a shvua that you didn't steal. Inami, that the Beis shouldn't say that they were negligent, so make a shvua. Now here's the interesting Allah. Let's say, this guy's a nice guy, everybody knows he's a tzaddik of the city, he decided to take his donkey and schlep all this money to Beis Hamikdash for everybody, so nobody has to schlep. And then it all got lost, it got stolen, so he has to make a shvua. Say the guys in the city, let's spare him. Why should he have to make a shvua? It's not nice. He did us a favor. We know this. He's, he's the chash of a guy in the city. He didn't steal it. We know he didn't steal it. We're going to pay for it. We don't want him to, to swear. No. No good. Says the Gemara. And this Allah Lamaisav. You cannot be Michael Heshvua. You could pay whatever you want to pay. He has to swear. Because this is Hegdish. When it comes to Hegdish, you don't mess around. We don't want people to take it lightly. Says What happens if a person, an individual, he set aside the machsa shekel, he's all excited, comes the cleaning lady. Did I tell you what happened yesterday? I don't even remember if I told you. I was missing my wallet for a week. A full week. To the point where I rented a car in New York and I prepaid for it. I don't know why. I got to New York and I don't have my wallet. I don't have my license. I didn't have anything. Zero. Looking all over the house, turned over the entire house. The kids are, yesterday I went to the cleaners who was repairing my shotness and my suit. But I said, get a head start on it. I'll come do the pants later. So I put on the pants and there's the wallet. Shalom Aleichem. Okay, full week. So, what happened there? He lost his shekel. He put it in his pants. Sent it to the cleaners. He has no idea where his shekel is. So what if you set it aside for the Machsa Shagel? It's not, it's not the Beis Hamikdash yet. If you give it to somebody responsible for the Beis Hamikdash, Mr. Gizbar, then you send it to the that's already in the Beis Hamikdash yet. But you put it in your pocket. <laughs> you have to give it another one. Shemulakish loves to fight with his brother Rabbi Yechonah. Every single time. Not true. You put it in your pants pocket. Send it to the cleaners. Your potter, because you designated it as a machsa shekel, you're done. Once you put it aside for the, for the machsa shekel, you don't have to do it again. We have a bomb question that if all the shekel got lost, the guy's on his donkey, it got robbed, he got robbed, you have to bring another shekel. You have to go around with Shemesh and do another collection. What do you mean? But they all designated it. They all put it on the donkey. It's gone. No, you see from here, that's not enough to just set it aside. It has to get to the Beis HaMikdash. And as long as they get to the Beis HaMikdash, you, you're going to have to give another one. Says the Gemara, any minute, lights are turning off. Don't forget that we said that's because it's a it's the Rabbanon thing. There's two pushkas. So the, the, the original ones, when you find it was stolen, then you find everything. So the first the first ones go into the new pushka, the old ones, the shni, and the second ones go into the what's going on here? What's first? What's second? So, unfortunately, there's no real clarity because this is Machloikis. 
Rabbi Mori, Machlech is between these two. Chadamar elu shashilchu bereir tchila. Rishai means the ones that were sent out first. Becharana and the other one says, Omar elu shagilu degizbarim tchila. No, Rishai means whatever the Beis Hamikdash received first. So if they received the first, that's Rishai. That goes into the pushka of the new, and when they, whatever they receive second, that goes into the old pushka. In Pushka, that's called Atikin, the older money. It's for people that forgot to bring the Shekel. Halacha Beis. The official halachas in Shkolem are sponsored by official. Masnison says the Mishnah, You give the Machsa Shekel to your friend. And this Russia guy, he takes the Machsa Shekel and pretends it's his own. He goes to the Gizbun and says, Here. I'm a good guy. I have a machsa shekel for you. Meanwhile, it's his friend. He's like a sociopath. He couldn't care less. Meanwhile, his friend is not going to be yoytza, maybe. He doesn't care. To save a half a shekel. So, what's going on here? So again, some coin goes into the, into the Lishka room, takes a giant, all the boxes full of shekel, and he says, okay, now we're gonna, we have enough money to buy Kerbanas. So if that happened, and we said that it doesn't matter, if somebody designates a shekel on the side, it becomes as if he did it, certainly once they were tyrim. Once they're tyrim, they say, now we have money to buy Kerbanas, I'm going to have to jump up, I apologize right now, when it becomes dark, I have to get up and turn on the light. So, when that happens, not the light, when they're tyrim, so then it's then then it's the other guy, then that's it. It became the base amigdosh. They basically drew, drew it out of your account. So in the Now the Ganav guy, he takes the half a shekel that belongs to the base amigdosh because the base amigdosh already drew money on that account, thinking that they already have that half a shekel that's sitting in Bethlehem in somebody's drawer. And now he took that half a shekel and pretended it's his own. He was Moel. He did Me'ila. He used something that's owned by the Beis Hamikdash already. Forget about his friend. It was already owned by the Beis Hamikdash. If you use something that's owned by the Beis Hamikdash, you have to bring a carbon. You have to pay a fifth. There's a whole process. But what if you designated, you said this golden bowl is Hegdish. And then by mistake you go and you take that Bow. And you use it for the Maksah Shekel. So it seems like the Machleks are showing me if this is different or not. Says the Mishnah. And the same thing happened. In the base Hamidash, they drew the money. So now they drew your account, so to speak. But there's another thing that the Mishnah sticks in here. The animal that they bought with the money was already shechted. So that's very interesting. You need the Mishnah over here in this case says that you have to shech the animal. So the it seems like the Rambam holds that it's only the seifa, not the ratio. You don't have to shech in the ratio. The only going kind of explains. I'm not exactly 100 sure what he's saying, but he's saying that when you have bedeka bias, so what did I do exactly? I took something from that's hegdish and I moved it to hegdish. So I didn't do anything. I didn't. Use, but once it was shechted, as a gami says. So, I ain't shum. 
אוקיי. ממייסר שני ומדמי שוויאס יוכל כנגדם. What's מייסר שני? So we know every time you have produce, you have to take truma, then you take מייסר, and then you take 10%, I have to turn the light, hold on. So, I take my 10%, whatever is left over after I took my trumas and maestros and everything, and on four years out of the six, one, two, four, five, I give maestro shani. I give 10% to who? To myself. But it's a lot of produce, it's uh, 10,000 pounds of fruit, so I exchange it, I turn it into money, maestro shani money. I take that maestro shani money, bring it to Yerushalayim, and in Yerushalayim I eat steaks. I bring all my friends to the all-you-can-eat buffet, and we have a good time. So if I took that money, that Meisr Shani money, and I used it for Masa Shekel, what do I do now? The problem is that Masa Shekel has to come from Hulan money. It can't come from Meisr Shani money. So what I do is, I only realized afterwards that I made a, I made a mistake. I had a, a big wallet full of money. It was really Meisr Shani money. Oh, yeah. Available money for Maxa Shekel, but it's Maxa Shani money. So I add to my Maxa Shani money, I take another dollar, whatever it is, and I say, this money should be Maxa Shani money. And Mimela, once I say that, the Maxa Shani money that I designated as Maxa Shekel money becomes good Maxa Shekel money. Because until now, it was Maxa Shani money, and it couldn't become Maxa Shekel money. But since I took other money, I designated more money on the side. So that money became available for Maksa Shekel. The same thing with Shvi'as money. Says the Gemara, Hashoikel, Anantaninon, Im Karva Behema. So in our mission it says, two things happen. They are tiring the money, and they shech the animal. Vitari Debei Rebi, Imnitra Doesn't mention anything about shechting the animal. Skip three lines. Man Tono, Imnitra Ma'atruma, Rebbe Shimini. Okay, so real quickly, there's a, a question if a guy is a vendor and he sells animals to Beis HaMikdosh. He sells fruits, animals. When does he get paid? So this is says he only gets paid after they shech the animal. Why? We don't want Hegdish to lose. What if the animal drops dead? So after we use the animal, we shech it, we're 100% sure we're going to get what we need to get, then we pay the guy. But if you hold that it gets paid all the way in the beginning, so then it becomes 100% the Beis HaMikdash, immediately. So then you are moil right away. By using it, you're moil. But Koyanim's reason is just telling us that since the Koyanim are so careful, they're going to make sure the animal doesn't drop dead. Vikashi. I ask Akashi, says the Gemara, What's going on here? I steal my friend's half a shekel and I give it to the Beis HaMikdash and I pretend it's mine. Why would that make a difference, says the Gemara? What if I go into my friend's backyard and I see an animal and it says there's a big sign on the animal, don't touch, this is an oila. And I go and I pick up the oila and I run to the base of with it and I said, Kayan, take this, it's my oila. You think the Kayan cares? You think Hashem cares what you say? All you did is you saved the guy a trip to Yerushalayim. But at the end of the day, it's going to be Ruvain's oila, not the Ganev's oila. So if I steal my friend's half a shekel and I you pretend it's mine, who cares? My friend designated as a half a shekel. It remains my friend's half a shekel. I could say whatever I want to say. I could say, this is uh, Rav Shem half a shekel. Is, is it going to change anything? No. Rav Shem is not alive anymore. And it's not... 
It's, I can't make it Eli Stefanski's half a shekel. It's not mine. It's his. Of course, it's going to be the original owner's kapara. Ooh, interesting. If I could tell that this is the half a shekel, it needs a lot of explanation. I'm not claiming that I understand it. But the Gemara is saying that if you say, Michel base rubbing him, Leo, show him scavin, the doicha for the kupa. Amazing thing happened, and we're going to learn later, that all the, the descendants of Gamliel, they were so into this half a shekel that it should be theirs. Ignoring the fact, I shouldn't say ignoring, but they, they loved the mitzvah so much, that even though it didn't make a difference if the gizbar took their shekel or not, it doesn't make a difference. My shekel could be on the bottom of the pile. And the gizbar never uses it. He uses the top. But it's as if I donated to, the, to all the karbanas. They didn't care. They wanted to make sure that their half a shekel was being used. So they would toss it right in front of the gizbar and make sure that the gizbar gathers their shekel. Oh, says the Gemara. So if the gizbar is gathering their shekel, that's what happened there. The Ganev took the shekel, the half a shekel, we call it a shekel, and gave it directly to the gizbar. Now he was able to undo the original designation. Because it's no longer an anonymous half a shekel. Now it has a name on it. It's the name of the Ganav. And that changes everything. Says Gemara, We have to be choshesh, shem l'shurayim But at the end of the day, maybe it didn't fall. Maybe the gizbar didn't take it. And it went to the side of the pile. And if it's in the side of the pile, it's shirayim. It's left over. And if it's shirayim, v'chiyash mi'ilu shirayim. Why should the Ganev have to bring a carbon? It might not, it might be an unnecessary carbon. Why? Because you only have a carbon if you use something from Beis Amikdosh. But over here, it's possible they never used your half a shekel that you stole. It's possible it went to the bottom of the pile. And the bottom of the pile is just Shirayim. It's left over. They do other things with it. But you don't have to pay for it. You don't have to bring a carbon. Says Gemara, well, one answer is there is Me'ila even on Shirayim. So that answers that. That's why I has to bring carbon. Oidi, another reason is, don't you remember we explained, that it's very specific. And he tossed it right in front of the gizbar and he said, gizbar, please take my half a shekel. In that case, there's definitely me'ila. Because he had kavana. And he said, I'm doing it for me. Says the Gemara, wow. Okay, we're going weiter, we're doing another hour, so we can do a few more minutes. Ask the Gemara, you can't benefit from a mitzvah. I can use a shoifer that I'm not allowed to use. I stole a shoifer, whatever it is. I'm not benefiting from, the, from a mitzvah. I'm just doing a mitzvah. So how could you say that he was mayal? He used hegdish. He didn't use hegdish. He performed a mitzvah with hegdish. Let's say you use a lulav of hegdish. You're not chayiv a carbon for that because all you did was you mekayim a mitzvah. And when you mekayim a mitzvah, there's no hana in a mitzvah. We had the Allah of the Bezin could go into your house and forcefully remove money from your bank account. So I'm avoiding that tsar. I don't want Bezin coming into my house, going through my stuff. So I lied to Bezin and I said, I just gave half a shekel. Here, my friends have a shekel. That's the Hana. That's, that's the Mi'ila that I have to pay for. It's as if he had enough. 
דכסיב, אך בכור שיבוקר להשם בבהמה, לא יגדיש איש אויסו. כל שהוא קוידש, here's the halacha that we discussed, that if you have מייסר שני מוני, you transferred all your fruit into money, into cash, אין קדושו חלו עליו, you cannot take that מייסר שני מוני and transfer that into מחסס השקל מוני. Why? Because it's קודש, and מחסס השקל has to come from regular money, not from קדושו מוני. קדושו דו אייסו. So what happens if you did it? You bring other money and you just say that whatever money that I had set aside for my Maishashani and by mistake I used it for my Maishashakal, this is instead of that, here's new money. And the seller that I set aside for my Maishashakal, this new money that I set aside for my Maishashani becomes Maishashani and the money that I stole, so to speak, I took by mistake. From my Maishashani pile becomes shekel. Becomes a Maishashani. So I transfer. I add money to my Maishashani. The Maishashani money that I took out by mistake and made it a Maishashekel remains a Maishashekel. Raboisai, have a wonderful day. If you want, you can say Shira Malis now. I'm just going to take a two minute break, come back, and we're going to do Daf Ches, which has everything to do with Lela Seder. Thank you. 